Hello, and welcome back to, and then we fought a dragon. And then we fought a dragon. Every time I say it out loud in my head, I automatically want to be like, and then we trained a dragon. Yes, I am on the Isle of Good Earth. reference. <laughs> um, not quite. It would be great to be immersed in the yeah. whole world of How to Train Your Dragon. But that is not the case. That would be a good D&D campaign, actually. Oh, that is one I could get behind. I would literally <laughs> volunteer. I'm first up. I'm ready to go. <laughs> I would love that. But... um. So yeah, we're going to, as with our other episodes, Rebecca's going to give a recap of what happened this week uh, during the campaign, the session, um, and then I'll give a little breakdown, feedback sort of thing of <laughs> what I interpret it, what stands out to me, my favorite yeah. parts, and we'll have a discussion about it. Um, I'm going to start by just giving like the highlights from last week, um, which I've observed are pretty, I don't know, like not elusive, but really, you know, that does feel like a good word. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Like this, just the, all the other times there was pretty specific, uh, things that happened, but these just feel like words. But anyways, we will. We'll jump into it. Also, I'm Desiree. Oh, yeah. I'm Becky. And, uh, yeah, here we are. Sorry for forgetting to introduce ourselves. I just assume everybody knows who I am. Uh, Absolutely. Not the case. Literally, I am the most, like, unknown person. I just, I don't exist. But uh, all of a sudden, I'm the most famous person in the world. Yeah. Moving on, um, <laughs> here we are. So, last week, there was an elf intrusion. Yep. Pretty key point. Um, hyperdrive safety guaranteed, which was <laughs> a positive, because there was potential of that not being the case. Yeah, the spell scroll worked. Uh, mm-hmm. Blood IDs. Yeah, that was weird. Uh, a trial at sundown. Not... A trial at sundown happened, but there yeah. will be a trial at sundown. Oh. And then it was all a lie. Everything, <laughs> everything was a lie. So sad. So yeah, we're gonna we're gonna find out what happened. My yeah. I'm anticipating I, I remember we touched on how I wanted there to be bad guys, particularly <laughs> Selwyn's mom to be <laughs> bad guy, but that was not what you were anticipating so let's see I think it'd be pretty sad but we'll, we'll see we'll see um this was like this was a bit of a weird session just for me personally because in my personal life uh my cat is in the emergency hospital right now and so i was rather distracted through most of this session um but it was still fun and i did still get some notes so hopefully it's enough for us to still get the general idea of what's going on yes. the other cat has emerged as well i'm i'm keeping my door open as you may be able to tell if you're watching the video to allow my loner cat whose brother is in the hospital to join me but he will be very well behaved so all is good please send good vibes to flynn yes please we want him to get better and come home 
Um, but to start with, uh, you may remember from last session, we arrived in El Alnor, the high elven city. And as we were walking through town, we picked up some newspapers that had a picture of Selwyn's mom on them. Because she has been kidnapped and we're here to try and figure out what's going on with that and find or rescue or whatever to her. And our DM put together a little clipping of the news article with the actual information. So I'm going to read that for you because some of it is relevant information that might be useful. That's really awesome. I really like all the... I like all the little um, extra bits. Well, I mean, I don't know if they're extra, but they seem extra Mm -hmm. to me. Like immersive bits. Yeah. In the best way possible. Yeah. Yeah. So the headline was, Former Healer to be Tried for Crimes Against the Crown, Trial to be Held Tomorrow at Sundown. And then the article reads, Former Royal Healer, Calcea, has finally been apprehended after many years of running from the Elalorian exterior security team. The EST, after following a false lead for a few years after here, Healer Calthea escaped from the city, has been quietly waiting and establishing new branches and new cities in order to keep from losing any more daring criminals of El Alinor. Trackers were helped out greatly about two weeks ago by the appearance of Healer Calthea's daughter in the town of Corintha, after which it was assumed that Calthea would probably be somewhere in the surrounding area. The search was quickly renewed, and after a week of searching the towns and communities in close proximity of Corintha, the criminal was located and arrested after a brief fight. She was immediately teleported back to El Alinor under the watchful eye of our courageous exterior security team. Calthea is currently being held in the El Alinor Royal Prison, renowned for holding some of the most dangerous criminals of the city. A trial will be held tomorrow night where Healer Calthea will face the charges of attempted murder of King Ferris and Queen Vashti. So that was the article. That feels like really passive aggressive. (laughs) The elves are super passive aggressive. Our DM has joked that she has created every single elf we interact with in El Alinor so that we will hate them. She wants us to hate everybody. Oh my gosh. It was like, this is absolutely your fault, daughter. Of right? This. As soon as I read it, I was like, oh no. Gosh. <laughs> so yeah, we have now in character read this article. Mm-hmm. And um, attempted murder is the charge that she has been charged with, obviously. And um, as we picked up, our session on Monday, we were still in the church of Eldath with a friend of Selwyn and her mom's, Tanil, who was a priestess of Eldath. And she was kind of, had just revealed to us that Selwyn's mom wasn't actually the court healer. She was secretly the court illusionist. And that was a big moment. Everything is a lie, etc. <laughs> and um, Tanil only knew this because she was kind of like a friend of Selwyn and her mom, like as much as Selwyn's mom has friends, not telling anyone anything about her ever. Mm-hmm. But she uh, explained to us that as the court illusionist, Selwyn's mom, Calthea, mostly seemed to do cosmetic illusions, which seemed to mean like hiding defects or almost presenting a front for the king and the queen so that they could present the image of themselves that they wanted to present <laughs> rather so than necessarily what plastic surgeon she's a magic plastic surgeon <laughs> i mean every time we get on the topic of what an illusionist is it yeah. like 
has snowballed into something else but at the same time as much as it's getting like bigger it's like not that it's necessarily not a valid thing but the task seems to be less and less important right it's like why would they need that so that seemed weird like okay seems odd they would need an illusionist to yeah keep up appearances kind of thing and also like what's going on underneath appearances if they have an (laughs) illusionist to make them look pretty like what is what's with them my immediate thought was like the king from lord of the rings where you're (laughs) like this is awkward he's so ugly (laughs) like king theoden when he's under the spell don't ask me the names but (laughs) sure yes yeah maybe that's what they look like underneath we don't know um but yeah appearance is everything when you're royalty so you need to have your court plastic surgeon slash illusionist and um tenel doesn't really know the situation like the attempted murder that happened she doesn't really know anything about that she doesn't know why selwyn and her mom left so suddenly when selwyn was a kid and so she's a bit confused as well which is kind of reassuring i guess in a way And someone asked who else in town might kind of be friendly to her and her mom rather than like a risk of getting Selwyn arrested or something. And Tano wasn't really sure because, again, someone's mom didn't really have any friends. But she herself knows one of the royal guards who's a member of the Church of Eldath. And she thought she could get in touch with him and he might be able to help us get into the prison where Selwyn's mom is kind of thing. Mm -hmm. So that seemed like it could be a good lead. Selwyn decided to try casting the spell Sending, which lets her, like, telepathically send a message to somebody to try and get in touch with her mom. And the spell was a lot more difficult than it usually is to kind of send through and cast, but she did manage to successfully cast it. But it allows the person you're contacting to send you a message back, and that message didn't come back properly. She only got a few words from that. She got unjust blackmail and experiment and that's all that came through of the response vague vague and also a little sketch yeah so we decided we should we should make our way to the prison and uh check some stuff out the high court and royal prison are both on the palace grounds it's kind of like big courtyards with lots of different little things going on in there and ava suggested like can we just go visit Selwyn's mom like our visitation rights for prisoners a thing mm-hmm. and Tanil figured yeah a supervised visit would probably be possible if you ask so we decided we would contact her friend at the guard and she sent him a message that we'd meet him there and we headed off to the prison to try and arrange a meeting of some kind and Tanil also offered us rooms in the church for the night should we need them so that's helpful and we headed off to the prison And as we approached, there was like an ornate arched kind of entrance way. It wasn't gated or closed. Like visitors are definitely allowed in on the palace grounds. They like tourists and stuff. So it was okay to go in. But there were two guards who asked to see our blood IDs and Mm -hmm. uh, make sure that we were allowed to be in the area. And Selwyn's disguised self spell wasn't still up at this point. But again, her picture does technically look like her and the fake name was enough to get her through. They didn't ask any questions. Yeah. But that was good. And as we approached the prison, we saw an elf come out a side door and like start walking quite quickly to the entrance of the prison as well. But then as he noticed us, he came towards us and this was Tanel's friend. 
His name is, I think, Shurian? We were debating a lot about how to pronounce his name. It was <laughs> pronounced differently almost every time it was said. We're going with Shurian. And That's a good name. Yeah, good name. <laughs> and we asked him if he'd be able to get us into the prison. And he was pretty sure he could. And at that point, like, we were kind of being a little hush-hush about what our intentions with getting into the prison were. Mm-hmm. And so I asked Selwyn, like, again, with if visitation is allowed, is it a big deal if people know why we're here and, like, who you are sort of thing? And yeah. I guess he overheard this a bit. I hadn't really thought about this, but he seems like a trustworthy guy. <laughs> and he put together who she is. He's okay. like, oh, you're Calpan's daughter. Yeah, you look like her. Okay, I got it. And um, he doesn't have high enough clearance to allow that himself but he could get us in and he was pretty sure like if he talked to his boss he could probably get Selwyn a visit it would probably just be her and a supervised visit mm-hmm. but we're like hey that's like that's better than nothing kind of thing we don't really want to break into the prison quite yet we'd rather save that for later on if we're gonna have to do it yeah yeah and so he brought us into the lobby and went to go talk to his boss and as he did he activated this like glowing kind of runic circle on the wall and a little minor illusion spell appeared and an automated tour guide popped up and started telling us all these facts about the prison and the prisoners who'd been there. So that was a little bit amusing. It's just all about appearances, isn't it? Totally. They uh, they really want everything to look good and uh, cater to those tourists, I suppose. At least it's interactive, right? It was kind of cool. I thought it was fun. And um, the prison is kind of like a main floor and then everything else is below ground. So he was off in the office and then he came back with his boss who had approved that Selwyn could go visit her mom. It would be on her own supervised by one of the guards. And so Selwyn went off into the back with them. And honestly, because I was there, I don't know what happened where she was because I was staying behind kind of thing. But as she left, we decided we would case the joint in case we needed to do a prison break later. So we kind of split up amongst the little, like they had a a mock prison cells set up and like little rooms that had kind of interactive stuff in this area where tourists are allowed to be. So we split up a bit. Kirian was going to look for some potential trouble points that there might be and see if he could pick up on guard rotation patterns. Ava was going to go by and just, like, chat with a guard and be charismatic, which mm-hmm. was uh, pretty successful, I think, actually. She put a scarf over her head and called herself a babushka, so that was fun. And uh, Quinn just kind of hung out outside the guard's office, just eavesdropping on any conversation she could hear. And Kaylin, I decided to look for kind of security system type stuff. Like, obviously, that's not the word in a magic world, but basically security system stuff, any traps that could trigger with trying to escape on like doors and windows and things like that so as I was looking around I noticed some black orbs kind of like half put in the wall and they seem to be basically magic security cameras Um, yeah if I remember correctly they don't do video they're more like still image snaps so that could be handy if we need to use some blind spots (laughs) but uh, there were also arcane locks on the windows and the doors with like cords running up to the ceiling or running down the frame into the floor and some runes around the keyholes and they looked like a simplified version of the arcane lock spell 
but it's set to partner with a key. So it's like a simplified version where half of the lock is magic and half of it's actually physical with key kind of thing, I guess yeah. makes it harder to break in a way. Two things rather than one. Makes and, sense. Uh, yeah. Two-step authentication. Yeah. Two-step authentication. <laughs> it is a weird word. And we had about 10 or 15 minutes while Selwyn was down in the bowels of the prison. And then she came back up with a warden who seemed to be in a big rush. He kicked everyone out. He was like, visiting is over. Everyone needs to leave. Everyone needs to get off Pal's grounds. It's done. We're closed for the day. Goodbye. And so it was kind of abrupt. And uh, Selwyn left immediately. She kind of grabbed Quinn as she was going and just left kind of without acknowledging the rest of us. Mm -hmm. And walked as if she was going to leave the Pal's grounds and then kind of off to the side and just sort of hid and I I was like watching her so I saw her do this obviously she was doing it a little sneaky so that no one would see her do it but I kind of followed and also sneakily went so she didn't side. even want you guys to see she I, I think her focus was that the guards wouldn't see okay. but okay. she was just trusting we would figure it out I think so we did all gather back together behind a building we didn't leave the grounds like we were supposed to everyone else <laughs> left the grounds as they were told to and uh, we kind of gathered behind a building where Selwyn could tell us what happened. And she said they have magic blockers in the prison, particularly in the cell walls. Her magic um, couldn't, couldn't pass through the cell walls, basically. Like, there's reinforcements. She couldn't even put her hand through the bars sort of thing. There's a barrier there. Mm-hmm. And her mom had managed to get a sending spell out to her. This is why Selwyn's sending spell earlier was so difficult to get in because she's pushing through this magical barrier. So this time her mom managed to get one out to her because obviously it was a supervised visit. So you can only say so much out loud. And she mentioned that there's a change of location happening and something about an experiment that like someone seemed to be under the impression was going to be on her mom. And there's a laboratory of some kind. And after the trial, her mom is going to be brought to this undisclosed location. And then Quinn kind of picking up on a few of these points told us that while she was eavesdropping, she heard Sharian? Uh, Sharian. Sh- no, I forgot his name already. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to call him Sharon, but I, th- I don't think it's I think that's his new name. Sharon. <laughs> she heard Sharian um, talking in the guard office with his boss about a relocation team that he wanted to join, but his boss told him there was no positions available at this time, and he was kind of bummed about that or whatever. But she figured maybe Shreen might be willing to share something about the relocation team. Maybe they're the ones moving the prisoners, like mm-hmm. Selwyn's mom mentioned. And Quinn also overheard something about Prisoner 61 is wanted again. And Selwyn, as she was leaving her mom, like when the warden was rushing her out, um, saw a group of guards at one of the cells seemingly removing a prisoner from his cell. So that might have been prisoner 61 mm-hmm. who was wanted again yeah as so a... not wanted as in at large but yeah no like needed for something Re- on request yeah yeah okay. potentially and like obviously Selwyn's mom had said something about this this experiment and laboratory and stuff like maybe something's happening with the prisoners being used for that or whatever Mm-hmm. And so at this point, evening is kind of falling and the palace grounds are shutting down for the night. So we kind of needed to stay stealthy and figure out what we were going to be doing there. And Ava and Kyrian figured maybe they could summon their familiars 
And if Selwyn was able to find a way to use locate object to track this prisoner that was being moved, they could send their familiars after him and figure out where he was being taken. Because if this is the place Selwyn's mom is going to be moved to after trial, it might be good to know where it is in case we need to go get her. So Selwyn cast locate object on the guy's pants. She had noticed he was wearing particularly ragged pants and it needs to be like a unique object right? Yeah. that she's seen in particular. So she got a ping on it. There, there was a catch and she could sense that they were moving, but that they were no longer down on the third level below. They were higher up now, just on the first sub level mm-hmm. and seemingly had moved beyond the borders of the prison. And so maybe there's some underground tunnels going on. Yeah. So Ava and Kirin were preparing to send Tulip and Shade off, but all of us were still kind of feeling a little exposed out on the grounds of the palace. And I remembered a spell I haven't got to use yet. (laughs) It's called Rope Trick. And with it, I can take like a, a, a round of rope, kind of thing, like 60 feet long or whatever, and the magic spell makes it go straight up in the air, and then we can climb up it, and it creates a little interdimensional pocket at the top that eight people can hide in, Ooh. and we can all tuck in there, and then we go invisible, and we can see out a window, but we can pull the rope in, and we're just invisible in this little pocket in the air for one hour. Air? Yeah, it just stays there for one hour. We can we can be in this pocket. Literally, I need that in real life. Oh my so god! So cool, right? So we all <laughs> climbed into my little pocket. What is it called? It's called a rope trick. Rope trick. Okay. Yeah. Question about like spells and stuff that you have <laughs> in your inventory. Yeah. So it's all in front of you, right? Obviously, one thing I don't think if this is the first time you're hearing of any of this, I know <laughs> nothing about D and D. Um, so it's all like laid out in front of you, right? Yeah. All so- the stuff. Go ahead. Well, we each have a, a list of spells of certain levels that we can choose from. So there's level one to nine, maybe ten worth of spells. And each class, I'm a ranger, will have different spells available to them. And as you level up, you can choose a certain number of the spells available to be in your known spells. So okay. there might be like six level one spells to choose from, but I'm only allowed to pick three of them. And so then I have three that are available to me. But and out then, of mm-hmm. the levels below, do you still have access to those spells that you had previously? Yep. So you, you build your list as you level up. It is a little confusing. I think this is, we're just, this is also going to be a documentation of why Desiree will never play d and The spells are hard to figure out. Like, it took me a while to figure out what was going on with spell levels. I can't multitask to save my life, so I would just be, like, literally dying. Well, I do spell levels here. aren't even the same as actual levels, Aww. which makes it even more confusing. They're two totally different things. No, and then I you think- have spell slots. So you have all your spells, but the spell slots are how many you can actually cast. So I can cast four level one spells and two level two spells right now. Absolutely not. But I can do any from my list. (laughs) So that's the whole point. Like that is the objective. That is what you're doing. But I'd be like, hey, guys, I'm overwhelmed. (laughs) There's too many options. So die. Spellcaster. There's there's classes with no spells. But there's... I, to my understanding, 
despite whatever you know character class race whatever you pick it's yeah. still going to be complicated there's yeah. still things that need to be remembered so essentially I'm useless <laughs> well you have it all written on a page like I always have my spells written on the side so I know what I have available to me but I don't know if you remember this but we went to school together yeah and um <laughs> I would just be a constant state of what is going on, everybody. <laughs> That's why the DM is our hero. The DM reminds us what's going on, what we need to do, and answers questions, or we figure it out together. <laughs> I think I think if I was like me and a DM just hanging out, it would be great. It'd be like, all right, I think I have a little walk well, we would there. To do. Yeah, <laughs> I there. That's that's the version. It's a a uh, one-on-one how to train your dragon campaign i think that one-on-one campaigns are a thing so if you find the right dm they'll do it for you <laughs> this, this, that's the only way i can make one other friend <laughs> <laughs> i'll learn to dm just so i can dm you my how to train your dragon campaign essentially that's what my life is <laughs> essentially i am playing a, a campaign <laughs> And you are the DM to my life. <laughs> okay, well, we, oh, dear. we've sidetracked, but I'm glad I kind of understand. I mean, I totally yeah. get it. It's not like an absence of understanding. Mm-hmm. I just feel overwhelmed. It is complicated. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It And as you play, it gets easier, obviously. Like, hearing about it, you can hear about it a bajillion times, but until you're actually doing it, it some things just never fully click properly. Yeah. But it's fun. <laughs> As a ranger, I don't have very many spells. Like I'm, I'm predominantly uh, fighting mostly than yeah. I am spell casting. Really, but it's fun to have a few just for kicks. <laughs> so All I right. cast the rope trick. Yes, you're in the pocket. In the pocket. Yes, and then Ava and Kyrian sent off their familiars. So Ava has Tulip, who is a little weasel, and Kyrian recently obtained his spider familiar whose right. name is Shade, and they went <laughs> off, right? Yeah. I, when I hear that, I think of, like, a three-year-old little boy who has, like, one of those driving trucks, <laughs> and it's like, you're, the kid's name is, like, probably, I don't know, Nicholas, which is <laughs> a bit weird. Anyways, uh, <laughs> side note, that's Rebecca's brother's name, not that that matters, but... <laughs> His kid's name's like Nicholas, but he's like, call me Shade now. I'm Shade. I'm a gangster. <laughs> okay, I will stop distracting. Okay, so Shade and Tulip. Shade and Tulip went off um, with Selwyn directing Ava and Kirin where to send them based on her little location pings. So the locate object was moving towards the castle, seemingly, and then stopped and began descending. And in the area where it has stopped, there seems to be a gardener's shed. So that's where Tulip and Shade were directed to. And Shade kind of slipped inside. Ava figured Tulip would be too obvious as like a weasel, a spider's a little more sneaky, able to get through. And as he was looking around in there, they he could see some sort of like runes in the corner that were glowing. And Selwyn's ping at descending, descending, stopped moving. And then the runes stopped glowing. So maybe some kind of connection there. Yeah. And then her ping moved forward a few steps and just cut out. It was all gone. There was no more signal. 
And um, that's where we left off for the night. Oh. So they thought they're somewhere underground and then we leveled up. So that was fun. We're level seven now. Okay, I'm confused. It just yep. hit me. I don't understand the runes part. So, something disappeared in the trajectory the runes? of you. There were some runes on the wall. On the wall, okay. Yeah, they were glowing, <laughs> and then head? as the ping stopped, they stopped glowing. Okay. In my head, I was like, hold on, where are the runes? are just, like, floating. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No. Okay, so. Yeah, they're on a wall. There's runes on a wall, and the ping stopped, and then that's it. That's yeah. Okay. So either there's some kind of magical barrier or they got far enough away. I think locate object is within a thousand feet, I think. So maybe they just got out of range and Selwyn's locate object spell can't pick it up anymore. Or again, the magic barrier just cut it off. There's a stronger barrier down there. Who knows? Yeah. Yeah. And that's it. Like you, you don't know. Nothing. That's it for the night. Okay. Stopped. (laughs) We're doing a lot of cliffhanger stops these days. Yeah. (laughs) That, that's confusing for me. It's mysterious. <laughs> but, I mean, so much happened, but so little happened again. Yeah. And, like, obviously, again, parts of it, Kaylin just wasn't present for. Yeah. Like, I observed certain things with the conversation with Selwyn and her mom, and while Selwyn was in the prison, that weren't things that I know. And I just don't write them down when it's things I don't know. So, having my brain I now genuinely don't know them it's it's a great hack (laughs) yeah that that makes sense sorry (laughs) got a little distracted there okay um so now on to the recap um I feel like I was kind of caught up and I didn't (laughs) write down as much as I could have but but again a lot of the stuff was kind of like what's the word you used earlier don't ask me that. <laughs> We've both forgotten it already. Where it's like kind of vague. Like it's just alluding to it. Sounds yeah. hard to write down. Whatever that word was. Um, <laughs> okay. So I guess my recap. My observations. Yes. So a passive aggressive article. Which <laughs> I thought it was like not. I don't know. Though when I, I use funny so interchangeably but that's yeah. like, I didn't think it was funny but it's like bizarre right um passive aggressive article um found out Selwyn mom is a glorified plastic surgeon essentially yeah um hmm oh the vague words that hmm. uh appeared yeah. not appeared but were determined were from the send yeah. send spell is that just what Sending. it's called yeah spell um, you guys did get a mom visit, though. Mm-hmm. It, a prison mom visit is what yeah. I wrote. Um, there's a lot of magic involved. Though. Well, lack of magic, essentially. Yeah. Magic blockers. Yeah, they tried, but it wasn't working super good. Mm-hmm. And then, um, oh, one thing. I, the whole time you're talking about uh doing your like recon i was just yeah. thinking it was the perfect leverage moment totally <laughs> leverage is a tv show we love very dearly if you haven't seen it you should because it's yeah. great and uh, epic to <laughs> see it just don't don't talk about it to anybody yeah it's like fight club 
We all watch Leverage, but we don't talk about watching Leverage. <laughs> I think that's a problem. Nobody watches Leverage. Oh, the world would be a better place if everybody watched Leverage. And all those, like, early 2000s special effects. Just so rough, some of them. And I love it. Yeah, when I recommend the show, I say, please don't watch the first and second episode of the first season. until well, you, you've... you watch them, but don't judge them. Well, you literally you cannot watch the first episode first. You really? you can't. It's painful. Okay, um, now you know, everybody. Don't watch the first episode first. Come back to it. But the show is literally immaculate. It's five seasons of okay. perfection. And a reboot apparently going on now, which I haven't seen yet, but I'm yes. really curious about. But now that we're done standing <laughs> leverage, um <laughs> Uh, there's a change of potential change of location and no. experiment time, but we don't really know what that all means at all. It seems like some kind of human experiments on prisoners, or not human, elvish experiments on prisoners. <laughs> Which yeah, that seems really not okay. No, especially with obviously they're like they're desperate to be hold-up appearances yeah they're obviously pretty tied up in looking presenting themselves a very specific way so what could this entail yeah I was wondering if they're like taking something from the prisoners that's then being projected towards maintaining this appearance like sucking life force essentially oh I I hate that something I literally hate that plot line yeah anything like um I don't know have you seen the let childhood callback of the adventures and odyssey not like the adventures and odyssey movie where there's like a video game no. and they like all these kids are playing video games and it's sucking the life out of them and then going <laughs> through like this brain thing anyways what it's else? it was traumatizing as a child moving on i was thinking um, of the princess bride where they literally suck away oh, yeah. wesley's life that was that was my reference <laughs> When they suck his life away, it's not transferring to anybody else. I don't think so. But, like, maybe that's the next stage in their experiment. Sucking his life force and giving it to someone else. Start either way. That's a good movie. Also, highly recommend, but obviously everyone has seen that. I hope so. Yeah, definitely. Um, Prisoner 61. Yeah, some intrigue there Mm -hmm. Uh, they're being requested or wanted yeah um then you go into the pocket which i love it was so fun to be able to use that spell i've been waiting for a chance to use it (laughs) yeah it's great i think in life that would be nice and i i particularly like you know the going up a rope above everything not even having to in (laughs) midair yeah because there's no risk for being in the way there's no risk for Literally anything. You are hustling. If you lose track of time and the hour times up, you just fall out of it. I mean, you and win it's some 60 years feet up. <laughs> so keep track of time. <laughs> Break a leg here and there, whatever. No beggar. Sixty feet's pretty, pretty stinking high. <laughs> you might. Die. I mean, maybe I don't have to put it the full height. I guess maybe I can determine how high it goes. You're just like four feet in the air this is enough <laughs> just like sit in it you don't even have to climb the rope you just crawl in <laughs> i wonder if people could like physically interact with it like if someone else was walking around and they walked through the space where it technically was i wonder if they would bump into it 
or if because it's like extra dimensional if they'd be able to just like cross through it yeah or if it's not full to capacity they're just no they can't enter oh because they have to know where the door is to be able to (laughs) that would be awkward you never know (laughs) um that would be funny though um so you're in the pocket and then you send off some shad and tulip shade shad (laughs) it's chad now Shad the spider. <laughs> no, I was thinking Shad, like Shadrach. Um, anyways. Shade. Shade. Shade <laughs> and Tulip. Yeah. Um, and they found some runes in a shed. Mm-hmm. Secret yeah. elevator, maybe? Secret magic elevator? Secret tunnel. We were definitely singing that. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, that's, and, and that's it. That's it. Ping disappeared, so gotta find the ping later. Investigate shit. It's a, it's a bit anticlimactic. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, or I'm it's like an intense climax. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like next t- time a lot's gonna happen. Yeah, because right now it, there's been two episodes of like so much build up. Yeah. Of what's coming in the next session. That, like, poop's gonna hit the fan, you know, if we again <laughs> find our way into this elevator and figure out what's going on. <sighs> yeah. Ava and Kyrian are desperate to, like, essentially burn down the city. They are ready for arson, <laughs> causing a revolution, start a riot. <laughs> I just, I just feel like these elves need to be put in their place. They, That's their mentality. Yeah. They're just like, Pretty vain, mm-hmm. pretty kind of irritating. I don't know. Yeah. But even though I say that, but that's just, even the interactions, they have, haven't actually been that bad. I know, also, right? <laughs> all the vanity and, like, the the hearsay about their attitude and, and all this negativity is, <laughs> like, from the higher-ups. But yeah. everyone else actually hasn't been bad at all. <laughs> but we're going to have a prison break anyway. Yeah. And <laughs> I'm excited for that. Should be a good time because now in game we have like basically less than 24 hours until the next sundown, which yeah. is where the trial is. And then gotta have either acted by then or have a solid plan by then because we haven't been super good on the planning front so far. We've just been kind of figuring it out as we go oh yeah right because last time we determined like you went in without a plan but you should have had a plan and so now the lack of plan is devolved into like essentially how could we have had a plan Mm -hmm. with no information and then the information you did have was all a lie exactly exactly so it's very intriguing it will be it will be revealing next session I think for sure I'm debating how much to say about my speculations because I think some of them are fed by what I heard out of character but I feel like someone's mom might have participated in the experiments as the illusionist at one point And that might be something to do with why she left. Guilty conscience. So that would be true. Like, I don't think she's, 
I don't think she's guilty for the murder necessarily, but I also don't think she's wholly innocent. Which uh, will make you happy, I'm sure. <laughs> Just a slow smile. <laughs> I'm down for that. <laughs> we love a little gray morality over there. Literally me. Oh my gosh. Hmm. I like that. I like the little sprinkle, the tidbit. <laughs> Just some flavor. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, I was excited before, but now I'm... I'm <laughs> I know. I'm, I want to get into the laboratory and figure out what's going on. Because I'm, like, I'm assuming that's where this elevator has gone. To yeah. the laboratory where the experiments are happening. I want to know what it is. Yeah. What are they doing in there? Mm. Um, well, that was good. I liked yeah. it. And... Uh, these these type of um, sessions, it's well. I actually don't really feel like I got to know the characters that well, but yeah. I got to understand the world better. And I right. think these, the like last time, I felt like I got to know the characters better, and mm-hmm. this, I just felt like I got to know the DM better in a really okay. indirect way. Yeah, right. If that makes sense. Yeah, because there was all these other characters that were being. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, it's kind of fun to be able to interact with some NPCs and whatnot. So yeah, our good old Shirai and Shirai and Sharon Shirai just them him yeah. Yep. <laughs> Here we go. Cool, cool. Well, I'm looking forward to next week. Yeah, shall we roll some dice? Let's do it. Okay, we. Rolled a green last time, I think, right? And it was betraying me yesterday. No, it was Monday. It was rolling so badly. Huh. Usually it's my good dice. I rolled like several threes. Maybe we jinxed it because it rolled so high last time. We'll give it a break. Purple and teal, (laughs) pink and green. Okay, well, I don't remember the consistent order. So we'll give green a break and maybe we'll go with the purple and teal. Okay, dokie. Let's give it a go. 13. Lucky number 13. I mean, we haven't got below 10 yet, so I feel like that's pretty good. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's a, that's better than the, our real life week is going, right? So we'll okay. go with that. <laughs> oh, dear. Poor Flynn. Poor, poor Flynn. But, yeah, that's, I don't even know. We're, we're, we're very sad about it. We're very sad. In fact, I'll just rant about it for a moment. On Friday, we discovered that Flynn had a, well, seemingly had a urinary tract blockage, which if you have cats, you know, can be quite serious quite quickly and can become deadly if not dealt with. So we brought him into the pet emergency and he was catheterized and whatnot, had to stay for a few days. We picked him up Sunday and Sunday and Monday, he was very much not like himself and it was not a good time we were very sad about it and everyone i called to ask about the symptoms kept saying it was normal and my little mommy vibes said it was not normal and on tuesday they were like yeah you need to bring him back to emergency it seems like he's reblocked so he had reblocked so yesterday he went back to emergency and now he's probably going to be there till friday mm-hmm. which is very sad so send all your good vibes to him. Yes, this is 
this is partially illusion an illusion we by proxy rebecca is not doing well by proxy i'm not so not doing well but thank you for listening we are thank you. gonna focus on you know getting through the rest of the week we hope you enjoyed this episode please please good vibes thoughts and prayers Ooh, yeah. that's a little dismissive anyways we're okay, I about Flint. <laughs> and um yeah Hopefully have a good week we'll have, yourselves. Yes. Hopefully next week we'll have better updates and can't wait to find out what happens. So, yes. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.